This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Dear friend, Andrew Nkoyo here. Thank you for joining me today. I have a word from the Lord that I believe is going to bless you for this year, 2021. I believe God is on the move in our lives, in our world. And he gave me this word. He put it on my heart to share about his grace and his mercy. You know, when we think about God's grace, you know, we think about God's favor, really. God's favor, God's compassion. God's mercy, the mercy and grace, they are interchangeably, they come from the same Hebrew word, you know, chesed, which means uh, God's disposition to show favor towards humans and his continuing loyalty to those who are received into the beloved. So God has received you and I into the beloved. And I just want to really focus about grace and mercy in, in a way that is just practical, simple, to inspire, to motivate you, to continue focusing your eyes of faith and expectation and hope on the Lord Jesus Christ. First off, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9, it says, by grace have you been saved through faith. Dear friend, to get born again, we didn't have to pay for it. It was by faith through grace or grace by faith okay and that not of yourselves now listen to this both grace and mercy they are gifts of God he says it is a gift of God not of works lest anyone should boast so the grace of God is available for you and I today and what I desire to impart to you that you can access this grace and this mercy of God each and every day. I believe God is releasing his grace to you and I every day. But most of the time we are crying out to God and pleading to God. And yet he has given us the ability, the resources that is the grace of God, the mercy of God, his compassion, his kindness. We don't pay for it, but we receive it by faith today, here and now. And so that's what I desire to impart to you. Okay, what is mercy? This is what the Webster uh, Dictionary says, that mercy is forbearance to inflict harm under circumstances of provocation when one has the power to inflict it. Compassionate treatment of an offender or adversary or to give clemency. You see, we were offenders of, you know, of God. We were those, the Bible calls us, you know, sons of wrath. We had offended God and God reached out. Okay, he says mercy is the compassionate treatment of an unfortunate or helpless, sometimes favor or forbearance, disposition to exercise compassion or favor, pity, compassion, willingness to spare or to help. You see, this is the mercy of God. Okay, now this is my favorite. A blessing regarded as a manifestation of compassion or grace. You see, the mercy of God 
is the manifestation of the grace of God. And I'm going to show you here. And so, dear friend, the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 1.3, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. You see, dear friend, God is a God of all comfort. And he's the father of all mercies. He's the father of all compassion. He's the father of all grace, of all help. And he's here to help you. He's not mad at you. He's in love with you. And he's seeking after you. He's searching for you through the finished work of the cross. Through Jesus Christ, he's reaching out to you. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter what is going on right now. You are not perfect. He knows it. And he says, I have extended my grace, my mercy. Okay? I, it is a blessing. It is a gift. Okay? You don't pay for the gift. You receive the gift. You accept the gift. And today, dear friend, whether you're a believer, whether you know Jesus, whether you don't, it doesn't matter. I'm here to announce that the grace of God is for all that will choose to receive it, that will choose to accept the finished work of Christ to access the grace of God. Now, here are some simple you know, things that I want to put in your spirit. We have to approach God boldly in 2021. God wants us to approach Him boldly to receive you know, grace. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Okay, here, this is what he says. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive God's mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So, my desire, and I believe it's the desire of the Spirit of God, for you to approach boldly, with confidence, the throne of grace, you see, he's not saying you, you come you know, with timidity. He says boldly, with confidence. Your faith is not in you, in your ability to change yourself or change your circumstances. Your faith is in God's grace, is in God's mercy. His ability, his compassion, his goodness to reach out to you despite of your, even sometimes when you don't feel like you qualify, you don't feel like you measure up. It doesn't matter. The grace of God, he says, let us then with confidence draw near, approach, enter the throne of grace. You, you know, dear friend, the throne of grace is where Jesus is seated right now. Jesus is the giver of that grace. That's why I'm going to show you here that the grace that we're talking about comes from the Lord Jesus Christ because of what he did. Okay? He says, we approach the throne of grace, we approach God that we may receive mercy, the compassion, the help in time of need. Okay? I don't know what is it that you need. I don't know where you are. But we all have been going through something and we are going through something in this season whether personally, whether as a, uh, in your church, in your community, in your nation, wherever you're watching me from, God wants you to approach Him and bring those burdens that you're carrying boldly before the grace, the throne of grace. You come in by faith, okay? The Bible says we are saved by faith, okay? 
by grace through faith. Okay? And so, one thing that I want to, the first one is approach the throne with confidence. Okay? To find grace to help you and I in time of need. Approach boldly. Okay? And, and then the second one that I, I want to put in your spirit is enter by the blood. Okay? Enter by the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, there are two keys that unlocks heaven. One, it says we have access through Jesus, and then the other is the blood of Jesus. Okay? Hebrews 10, 19 and 20 to 21. It says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus Christ. By the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, verse 20, 21, and since we have a great priest over the house of, of God, now this leads us into the next point that I want to put in your spirit. Enter with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Verse 22, and let us draw near, let us approach with a true heart. What is a true heart? It's a heart that you are trusting God. That you have settled everything that's going on. You have settled it in your heart. That it is God who's going to give you the results. The manifestation. It is known by the cunning cleverness of man. It's known by the human arm of strength. It is by the working of the spirit. You approach with a true, a true heart. Uh, seeking and asking what you mean and you mean what you are asking okay you're not beating around the bush you're not co trying to coerce god with your christian you know big words or your tears your tears are good but you know what god wants you to say father this is what's going on you approach with a true heart okay bringing your cares to him as your loving father okay in full assurance of faith that's what it means with our hearts sprinkled with sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water in other words an evil conscience all the ulterior motives all the those you know selfish motives the, we have been cleansed that's why we enter by the blood we come by the blood we start with the blood of Jesus Christ okay and with the blood we ascend and we access the throne of grace by the blood of Jesus Christ. Okay? And then the other thing that I'm encouraging you this year, hold fast the confession of your hope, of your faith. In verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Dear friend, did you hear that? As you approach, he who promised is faithful. The one you are approaching, the one you are believing, the one you are casting your cares, you are putting your faith and your, your belief and your trust and your dependence and your confidence. The Bible says he's faithful to do what he studied in your life and to do what he promised. He is faithful. So, dear friend, now you may say, okay, so what? This is the so what. The going into the application. Okay, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. You know, Paul 
having going through you know hardship in his in his life you know what they call the, the the thorn in the flesh you know what did god say this is what he said he said my grace my favor is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness have you ever felt weak have you ever felt like man i can't go any farther i have nothing to give i know i've been there so many times this has always helped me he says my grace is sufficient my strength my power <laughs> is made perfect in weakness therefore gladly i would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of christ may rest upon me did you see it dear friend the grace of god brings the sufficiency of god and when you begin to rest in the grace of god in the favor that you have with god okay the favor of god is there you don't have to pay for it it is yours through jesus christ okay he told us already in hebrews 10 19 20 21 22 23 he told us you can access the grace of god hebrews 4 16 we read that he says come and enter receive grace to help you in the time of need you see the grace of god brings the actions of god's deliverance of god's intervention of God's healing. You see, that's why always grace and mercy in the Bible, it was always connected to a people that were in need of a miraculous God, need of healing, need of deliverance from their enemies. And so that's why the grace of God and the mercies of God, they are all connected to God's work of deliverance, delivering humanity, reaching out to humanity, saving humanity, rescuing humanity. And I believe in this 2021 that God is calling you and I to be bold, bold in our prayers, bold in our approach, bold in our faith. Okay, to believe him for big things, to be consistent, to, be, uh, to know that he's dependable, that in him there's no integrity deficit. In him, we can rest. We can trust him to be who he says he is and to do what he says he will do. So, we can rest in God's grace. Even in the midst of our infirmities, God's grace is sufficient. And Paul tells us that he would rather boast in his infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon him. Dear friend, rest in your infirmities. Boast in your infirmities. Whatever is going, is going on in your life, those infirmities, the power of Christ, by his grace, is going to come upon your life. But you have to approach boldly and begin to release it. That's why here, as I finish this word, uh, the benediction of Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, it begins with the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, I told you at the beginning that the, the mercy seat and the grace of God, Jesus is seated on the right hand of the Father. The throne that he's seated on is the throne of grace. And he reaches, as it were, from the mercy seat to pour out mercy, to pour out grace from his very throne right now. If you and I will reach out and begin to access according to the scripture. 
He says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Dear friend, this is God's desire that the grace of the Lord Jesus will be with you and I. The love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit will be with you and I this year going forward. So my desire today was to bring this word to encourage you, to inspire you, to look to God's grace. God's grace is enough. God's grace is for you. And it tells you that you can enter through the blood to receive grace and mercy to help you in this time of need. So if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just want to invite you right now to receive him, to accept the work of grace, accept the mercy that God freely gives to you by inviting Jesus into your heart, acknowledging that you have you are an enemy of God. You are an offender. You don't deserve God's mercy. And yet God withholds, takes all that punishment that was yours. He has already laid it upon Jesus when he hung on the, on, on the cross. And today, when you accept Jesus Christ and the work he's done, when he died on the cross for you and God raised him from the dead for you, the Bible says you shall be saved. So you can say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I acknowledge I am a sinner. I have offended God. I have violated God's laws. I cry out to you right now to please forgive all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Christ and write my name in the book of life. I surrender my heart to you, Lord Jesus. To be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. To live for you. From this day going forward. I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life. And that I am saved. I am born again. In Jesus name. Dear friend. If you have said that prayer. Jesus has come into your heart. And you are what we call a Christian. So find yourself a spirit-filled, Bible-believing church and get plugged in. And I would love to hear from you, your story, so we can know how to continue encouraging you. We even have some resources that we have online that would like to point you towards to help you on your journey. So go ahead and write to us on this website on your screen. I look forward to hearing from you. May God bless you. Now, before I'm done with this broadcast, I want to talk to you about uh, a resource that just came out, my new book, Catch and Release God's Supernatural. The keys to operating in God's miracles, signs and wonders, healing power. Dear friend, if you desire to access the miracle working power of God in your life and to impact others around you, I have put all the keys, all the steps, all the methods, the things I've learned over 34 years of ministry 
around the world. I put them in this book. My desire is to equip you to go from wanting to see God move in your life to actually having the tools to be able to believe for yourself and be able to also believe with others to see the kingdom of God come in your life as it is in heaven. So I encourage you, you know, uh, get a copy. There's a number on your screen. There's a website. Go to that page and get yourself a copy. Again, it's Catch and Release God Super, God, Catch and Release God Supernatural, the keys to operating in God's miracle, healing, and power. And I would love to send it to you. You know, my desire is to equip you so that you can be your best in advancing God's kingdom. Also, we have some other resources. We have the School of the Anointing online course where we teach you how to cultivate a lifestyle of God's power so you can walk in power. You see, without the power of God, miracles, signs, and wonders don't happen. And I show that to you in this book. The one key that unlocked everything for me was the power of God. It wasn't that God wasn't in the business of miracles anymore. It was that, you know, I needed to have his power. And so I show you how you unplug that power, how you unlock it, plug into it and unlock it into your life and through your life. And so go online and get the book. Go join the School of the Anointing. It's an online course that you can take at your own pace. And every three months, I go live uh, to continue to take you deeper between, uh, between the course and this book to hold your hand so you can reach your, your, your destiny much faster. Catch and release God's Supernatural live uh, training, mentoring that I do every three months. So I welcome you to come join me and many others and let us really cultivate a lifestyle of God's power to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth together. Uh, it's my prayer that God will equip you to be a life changer, a nation changer, a revivalist, a transformer. It doesn't matter what you do, where you are. You may be a homemaker, you may be a teacher, a carpenter, a businessman. doesn't matter. Where you are, that is your sphere of influence. That is your mission field. That is your world that God has placed you to impact. And dear friend, you need the power of God to be able to be effective in doing that. Or you may just need to experience God in your, in your own life. I'll put here the keys that will help you to do that and in the courses and in the mentoring programs. May God bless you. I hope to hear from you. As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands, and with them you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how through the glory of God and His anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, call us toll-free 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free 
1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.